You are tuned in to the Beyond the Streets podcast. I am your host with the most, Steven, aka First Name Steven, aka Street Stalker. This is just a collection of conversations I'm having with friends that I've made either through the car community or as an automotive photographer. This is giving me a chance to get to know my friends more and make some new ones along the way. Again, thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Later. And then you have like the the new frontier, like the unknown, you know, the no man's land where you have crypto and that's like all new territory stuff, but I mean, Craig came up on some crypto stuff, which is cool, but he just, he just like fucking around. He took 50 bucks and just like, he didn't mind losing that. So he came up. Yeah, that's right. But I mean, what you heard recently is just more about like what's going on in the stock market with like these fucking hedge funds that basically are just shorting and trying to make money on companies uh, stock going down. Yeah, because it's like two ways you can. There's like two ways you can bet on the market. Basically, it's a casino. It's like a, it's like a legal casino that everybody can get in on. But you either buy a stock because you believe that the company's undervalued and it will go up because maybe something in the news they talk about some new technology. Like, what you have to do is you have to like plan ahead. You kind of have to like sit down and think like, how are they going to do in the future? Like. For example, when coronavirus started, obviously with everything being like contactless and stuff like that, you had like, obviously like Amazon, Walmart, Chipotle, (laughs) all these like companies that people are like using and utilizing. Obviously the value of that company is going to go up because there's more money being put into it. Right. Like if you had Chipotle stock before coronavirus, um, if you bought into that, yeah, you you would have been golden, right? But if you would have bought like like stock in I don't know, like Ticketmaster, you'd be fucked basically because nobody's going to concerts, nobody's going to shows. So you kind of like think ahead a little bit. Obviously, technology sector stuff is like pretty pretty good, but like all the big key players are like overbought and. Although you could buy like a fraction of a share, I don't think it's like worthwhile. <laughs> but like people with this whole thing, like I guess a lot of people have like stimulus checks and they don't really care about like the, the a lot of people are bored. So like this entire like Reddit group, which is like bet on what is it? Wall Street bets. Wall Street bets. Yeah. They all like banded together and we're all like they kind of figured out that the the way that these hedge funds make money is by shorting companies. And so like the concept of shorting is pretty straightforward. It's kind of like if uh, let's just say like for easy numbers, like let's just say like companies worth 10 bucks, but you know that through some way you, you're, you're, you're guessing that they're going to do shittier. So what you do is, um, you 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 buy you you buy the share like you buy the share but you bet on it going like to like a dollar 
So what you do is you go out and you like borrow, like you buy the share, like loaning it through somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you tell them, all right, um, I'm going to buy a share from you. And um, in like 72 hours or whatever the market closes on Friday or something, I'll pay you. If it goes up, I'll pay you the, 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 the difference or I'll, I'll retrade on it. Or if it goes down, I'll give you your dollar back, but I'm keeping the nine. So the idea is like you buy a bunch, you buy a bunch of positions like at that $10 point, but then like you only owe them what it's worth when it, when it closes out. So that's like shorting. And what they did is they basically figured that these dudes were like expecting it to go down, but they ended up pumping it up artificially. So it went up and then now because to, to, to the average person, like whatever, they put 50 bucks in, they put a hundred bucks in, they put 300 bucks in. It doesn't matter when it's like on an individual basis, but when you're having like 10,000 people do that or like a million people do that, like it all adds up quickly. And so they can bump, they can bump that fucking stock price up like crazy. And then the hedge fund that was expecting to like, for that to go down, they're going to have to pay out billions. And right now, like that one hedge fund that's on the market, that's on the news and stuff. Mm -hmm. If like the price sits on how it is right now, they're going to have to pay out 70, 70.7 billion. And that could basically like, that can tank them. Well, they don't have that like liquid money. That's the problem. Like I told you guys the whole thing with fucking banks and stuff, like how, like whenever you make a deposit at a bank, like if if you go online right now and you check your bank account and it says like you have like 5,000 bucks, legally the bank only needs to keep 10% of that in your account. They can go ahead and take the other fucking, um, let's see. They just need to have $500 there so they can take the other $4,500 and loan it to somebody and charge them interest on your money. Yeah. So these, these like hedge funds don't really even have seven, 70.7 billion. Like that's not money that they're sitting on. Yeah. So they're like, they're panicking. Yeah. But that's like, this is like the first time in history that you've ever heard of a story where like the average Joe has ever stuck it to like a billion dollar hedge fund usually it's the other way around right so basically through this like small i guess like you know in in regards to like the total amount of population i guess of people that are on reddit this small group that was into this wall street bets yeah had the power in making this happen yeah because they they figured out what what companies the hedge funds were shorting and apparently there's like a whole list of them and stuff and right. so they went went out i know so actually i know somebody who my coworker he bought amc stocks but he only bought amc because he he said that um recently their management like were saying that um they're actually like building out their current theaters during this whole pandemic time they've been like building out the theaters to make them like really nice and luxury and after the shutdown and everything when things go back to normal what are people going to want to do they want to go go out 
go watch mm-hmm. movies. And so AMC is undervalued right now. Like when everything goes back to normal, their stock will go up no matter what. So he bought because he knew that if he just bought now when it's cheap and held on to it, it would eventually go up. He wasn't even like paying attention to all this shit that was going on. And then when he woke up like this morning, he's like, holy fuck, like I just made like like eight, like eighteen thousand just like overnight because all of what that artificial fuck? pump. Damn. Yeah. And there's like exit strategies. So like you always want to try to like you have a whole piece of cake. You want to take like a slice of that cake at a time. You don't want to like pull it all out because it can continue to go up, but you want to like take a dividend. You want to like pay yourself out. So he's like take from that 18K, he took like sec, uh, six out for himself and keeping 12 in, I mean, uh, 11. Right. So like, even when people say like, oh yeah, I came up like 24K, like you don't want to pull all that out. You want to like leave at least, there's like some fucking like, math where it's like like some like 33 percent if you take 33 percent and leave 66 like over time you'll like be able to still double it and then you take another 33 and it's like some like law of like not diminishing returns but something like you 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 basically like paying yourself money for free as long as like you're doing that type of like 60 30 type shit But I, I don't have any stocks or any or any crypto, so I have like just read and watch shit. Crazy. Yeah. But it's like just because these people like banded together and, and on that like group and stuff, it's funny, like they're all they're all like they they you know, they're all like all chips in basically. Like they don't care if they're gonna lose any money. They don't care about losing money as long as they're making like a statement to them yeah. the statement's more important than the money yeah because a lot it's of like, people it's like yeah. a group that's against like all these hedge fund type of people and businesses and billionaires they're like yeah, yeah. Fuck the man like we're gonna do yeah and, uh, yeah well a lot of them have really interesting stories like one of the guys he, he said like during the 08 crisis and stuff like him and his family lost everything but like very fortunately they had like neighbors who cared about each other and like they watched each other and like took care of each other and like hired each other to do little jobs like like building out the closet or like doing some like carpenting work or like mm. like they helped each other out so that none of them like lost their homes and mm. he said like he watched the community come together and his parents like struggling and he remembered like how the fucking um hedge funds like fucked everybody over and so he has like an invested like hatred towards them so he's like he's like he 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 basically like took a mortgage out of his house and he took like like fifteen thousand dollars and bought like basically gamestop amc and nokia stock and he's like, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold and hold and hold the line until the the, the this hedge fund is bankrupt. So there's some people who are like really deep into it, man. Like they have like some crazy like shit. Vengeance. Basically, yeah. And like some people are like invested, like to the point where like they don't care. Like they they're they're trying to make as hard of an impact as they possibly can. And then you have people like Jaw Rule and Musk and like aoc and like 
Trump Jr. and like all these people who are like kind of making statements about like, yo, I thought it was like a free market. Like, why? How could you prevent people from buying their fucking stocks? Like the whole thing with Robinhood is that the one of the programmers went in and had to like disable the purchase option. So like on those stocks, they like list, they blacklisted them. So you can only sell and you can't buy. And the thing is like, people want to buy when it's dipping because you want to buy the dip, right. not buy when it's high and then lose. You want to buy when it's low and ride it up. And so like they're purposefully like market manipulation, which is technically illegal. Like any kind of market manipulation gets you in jail because of the the SCC, which is a which is a federal agency, the Security Exchange Commission. They're the guys that basically put people in jail, like that Wolf of Wall Street dude and shit. Basically, if you manipulate the market and they can prove it, then you can go to jail. So technically, all the dudes that working like all the management people at this Robin Hood place, like they can technically go to jail which is what people are at what people are demanding jail because they fuck with their ability to buy and invest in in yeah and the thing is they were saying like oh we're doing this to protect our investors because this is like some i don't know they have some weird explanation but they're they're saying like oh you poor dumb plebe like we're we're protecting you yeah from like losing out I had seen the CEO make his little statement earlier. Yeah. And, and the thing is, those... like, he's kind of had like made it seem like you guys don't know what you're doing. So we're doing it. To help. Yeah, exactly. And what's funny is it's like, dude, it's a casino. Like if I want to burn all my money on fucking blackjack or if I want to bet on fucking like double zero on the roulette table, like free country, bro. Like you can yeah, burn all your yeah. money. Let me do it. I don't care. Like maybe I have like a fucking vision and I think that this company is going to do amazing. Let me throw all my money at it. Let me get as many positions as I want. And so that's technically like, yeah, it's like illegal technically to do that. So it's like, I don't know what's going to come of it, but apparently tomorrow they're going to let people buy limited amount in those companies. Yeah. And I already know people who are going to fucking basically like, max out whatever that limited amount is so they're going to buy the maximum level of positions that they're going to be allowed to buy yeah you know so tomorrow you'll see it go up i know two people yeah damn that's crazy so tomorrow they're going to buy amc they're going to buy as much they can from gamestop and um what other was there was amc gamestop not nokia there's another one i forget but yeah, they're gonna American Airlines, um, Blackberry, yeah. Blackberry. Blackberry, yeah. Actually, Blackberry is gonna Blackberry be doing has, good yeah. because they Blackberry got some new some phones that are coming out. out. Yeah, I was, I was watching so in reality, like, yeah, low key, you might get a Blackberry. Yeah, like low key, you should get some Blackberry stock. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> their shit's coming out. I think it looks it's yeah. cool and it's different. Seriously, I'm still waiting out. Shit, they're gonna have a keyboard. It's tight. So yeah, it's just an interesting time to be alive because this is the first time that you if this so tomorrow is when the market closes and I think their positions they have to pay out or they have to one thing that they can do is like in order to mitigate the loss, they can actually 
So let's say they shorted this, that company. What they could do is they could just buy a fuckload of stock from the company, although because it went up. So they're trying to average their loss, basically. Mm. So if like you short a company and they don't do bad and they actually end up doing better, what you do is you dump a lot of money when they're high so you can average out your short. It's like, mm. I don't know, there's like some word for that, but I was reading that that's what they're going to do to try to mitigate the seven. It's $70 billion loss for them, which basically means that they're like, they're out. And if there's a case, if, then that's like the first time you ever see a transfer of wealth from the elites to the plebs, because it's always from the plebs to the elites. Wealth transfers up, never transfers down. We so purchase from like Amazon. Rare, this would be like some rare situation. This would be the first time in history that you ever see that transfer of wealth from the top down. They always say like, oh, yeah, you the ceos and the ultra wealthy the money comes from the top down but it never does it goes from the from the bottom up because it's a capitalistic society so we buy from big corporations yeah and then uh for this time they're gonna have to pay the people that are invested exactly you're gonna have to pay the people <laughs> yeah exactly well the thing is the people that took all these positions they when the cl when it closes you got to pay it all out it's kind of like a table I mean, I, I'm I'm not 100% well-versed in this stuff. So, like, I might be saying some wrong stuff unknowingly. But I know that, like, when things close out, it's kind of like like when two people, like, you know, they, they like, at a Texas Hold'em game, you know? Like, when you, you know, what do they call it? Like, you check and you check and you check and you check. Or, you're like, you raise, 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 raise. At the very end, you got to show your cards. And the winner who wins has to pay the other person out. So it's like um, that point is reached at some at tomorrow, I think. Oh shit! Damn, so they gotta they gotta close. I think they'll get. I was saying that like they might be getting, like it'd be crazy to see if they get bailed out. <laughs> well, that's okay. So here's the thing, with so we've already we've already bailed out the banks. We already bailed out the fucking airline industry. We already bailed out the fucking auto industry. That so why why do the why does the taxpayer why does the why do us the tax paying people have to pay for the mistakes of these big corporations that supposedly have the best of the best management right why do the why does the taxpayer have to bail out the big corporations when they fuck up where your mom and pop yeah, when your mom and pop business is fucking completely destroyed because of COVID, who's bailing them out? You know, they go bankrupt. So we bail out these big companies when they go bankrupt. The taxpayers do that because that's the government is the one who fucking basically. And so they, I don't see people are not going to pallet that because now because of COVID, you see all of these fucking small businesses and people suffering. And the government is fucking too caldo to give people fucking $1,400, which is like chump change. It's like garbage. They're printing so much money to, to, to give stimulus to the big companies. You know, they had that fucking, that stupid, um, uh, what was it? Something protection plan. I think it was like pay payment protection plan or, or, or the, uh, paycheck protection program, which allowed like, 
companies, small businesses and companies to continue to pay their employees. So it was like the government gave you money so you can pay your employees during this situation. You know who, so half of the fucking stimulus, more than half of the stimulus that printed money that was for the stimulus, more than half of it went for these PPP programs for big companies like Amazon, like fucking Walmart, like um, the bunch of institutions got most of that money and the actual small businesses had to fight for like the little like tiny quarter pie left. And so like, I don't think people are going to pallet it anymore because everybody woke up after the 08 crisis where we bailed out GM, we bailed out fucking Chrysler, we bailed out all the airline industries, we bailed out fucking JP Morgan Chase. Like, why the fuck does the, why do us, the taxpayers have to bail out the fucking mistakes of these fucking giant banks and corporations? If they fuck up, let them go under, just like when they let mom and pop shops go under because they can't pay their fucking rent or their employees or they they have no source of, um, of, of revenue because they're not allowed to run their businesses. So I don't see another, another, um, round of bailouts. I mean, I think if that happens, you'll probably see like literal fucking riots. Yeah. Especially with how like things are now for sure. Yeah. And the scariest thing is like when you have, liberals and conservatives banding together against wall street type of elites that's where things can get dangerous because the elites they 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 have successfully been able to divide and conquer so like they get us to fight each other based on race based on religion based on social economic issues or based on political issues they get to break like divide and conquer if everybody bands together this is kind of like what's going on right now with this whole like Wall Street bets. It's like the when you band the people band together, they can give the elites the big middle finger and they can fuck them at their own game. That's why they're pissed. They're pissed because they're getting fucked over at their own game. Hedge, hedge fund companies like that's the whole reason why we had the 08 crisis, too, was because of all the short and and, and the housing like the Wells Fargo was giving um, like mortgages or they were financing 30 year mortgages to families that they knew couldn't fucking pay that. Um, and so they purposefully knew that, well, there's no risk to us because we'll give them a fucking loan for the house. But when they default, we take the house. So what, what kind of fucking loss are they going to get? They take ownership of the home. They collect 10 years of this this poor family trying to fucking make every house payment. And then what they end up doing is they put the house back on the market after it's basically appreciated. And basically they get to have the cake with the frosting on top of it and the cherry. Damn. And so because of the OA crisis, like people are fucking furious at banks and shit. And like I told you, like, there's no point in having money, dude, like having cash, like fucking dollars. Like it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's like the, the, the biggest Ponzi scheme, like the biggest pyramid scheme, because money can just be created from thin air. You know, the, the, the amount of zeros that some banks have in their accounts is like impossible to print. Like there's just not enough physical money to even like, 
give to those those banks like you know that they're it's like it's like a fallacy it's kind of like oh well there's not enough like physical money so let's just fucking add a couple zeros to our our account and fucking go ahead and 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 loan that to people who like have no money and then charge them interest on the loan and make more money from non-existent money I'm like bouncing around everywhere here, so I'll shut up no, for a little bit. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's good information. Yeah, I think what's most important is to own hard assets. So, like, own things, like own cars, own parts, own gold, own silver, own guns, own camera equipment, own PC equipment, own like fucking food i don't know like fucking when when everything goes to shit and nobody's gonna accept the dollar as a form of like bargaining like your fucking toaster is gonna be more worth than a hundred dollar bill because you can you can trade your toaster to somebody who needs uh, you trade your toaster for a blender nobody's gonna accept cash because it will have it's like all these all these countries that basically had co- like economic collapses like um like all the africa like zimbabwe and like um that other country in south america venezuela like overnight once the fucking currency system collapsed like you needed like a wheelbarrow full of money just to buy groceries and like you know, and, and we always make fun of Ugandan dollars, but it's true. Like one million Ugandan dollars is like, that's what you need to buy a fucking gallon of milk. And that can happen here overnight, practically. So it's like, I tell people like, dude, if you have, oh, and assets is also like stocks or like things that like investments, you know, if you own house or you own fucking property. It, it doesn't make sense to have like, I don't know, to me, it doesn't make sense to have like $10,000 in a bank account because that shit's not doing anything for you. And in reality, that $10,000 next year is going to be $9,000 because of the fucking inflation rate. But if you took those $10,000 and you bought, let's just say you invested it into something that grows, then your $10,000 is secure. At least like you own something that was worth $10,000. And because money inflates, that means that whatever you bought for $10,000 next year will be probably worth $12,000. But if you left that $10,000 in your account and you just left it there and didn't touch it, especially with like the fucking APRs that they give you, it, that 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 garbage ass fucking point zero five percent that it grows, dude. Inflation grows at one and a half percent. So in reality, that shit's depreciating by one percent every year. Uh, might as well buy a boat. <laughs> buy whatever, dude. You already got a <laughs> exactly a gs300 <laughs> see like for example steven you have like your truck and your car right and the lexus right those are assets people need those things like that shit's only gonna go up in price yeah because so, like, the I reason bought, it goes like, up bought, in price i bought it for eight but like next year someone could need it 
and it could be fucking ten sixteen thousand dollars. Oh, you bought it for eight hundred? No, eight thousand. Yeah, yeah. Wait. So you bought it. You bought it for eight thousand, right? So basically, money's the the value of the dollar is constantly declining. So that means that you paid eight for it, but next year it can be worth twelve because yeah. the dollar is less stronger. So in reality, you put that eight thousand into something that's like a hard asset that that can either grow or at least stay flat, versus just keeping that eight thousand in your bank and then next year it's like equivalent to its buying power is like seven thousand. Although you still have eight thousand dollars, its buying power is less. That's why, like, if you go back to like the nineteen fifties, a hundred dollars was like having a thousand dollars. Right. But if you took, if you kept that a hundred dollars from the nineteen fifties, it's still worth a hundred dollars today. It hasn't grown in price, the physical paper. But if you bought a thousand dollars worth of stuff, that stuff could technically be ten thousand dollars today. Like if you went out and bought like some sick ass like old truck. Yeah. Yeah. The concept of money is weird. The concept of, of currency is weird. We're, we're taught in school, like we're taught, we're not taught anything about finances. Like they don't teach you anything about finances. You have to learn that shit as you go. In our education system, they, they, they want you to be what's called financially illiterate because it allows big, it allows the elites and, and, and the corporations and banks to basically take advantage of the common Joe because we don't know better until we learn what debt is, what fucking financial hardship is, or when you educate yourself in like these strategies that the wealthy use, then you fucking open your eyes and you're like, oh dude, that's what these motherfuckers have been doing the whole time. No wonder they're rich. What's funny is that your net worth doesn't mean that that's how much money you have. That just means what you're worth. And most of the time, if you like a billionaire, that means that they don't have a billion dollars in the bank. They just have assets that add up to a billion dollars. Mm. So Craig's net, Craig's net worth is quarter mil. Wow. <laughs> 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 because of all the shit that he's sitting on right now in his house. Uh, Nissan parts. <laughs> Nissan parts. <laughs> Nah, that's, dude, why he's in, he's, that's why he's, he's in invested. outer space. He's got to keep it low key. Yeah, and that's why people say to diversify, to like have assets in different like types of industries. Mm. Like, don't just hoard one thing because if that one thing ends up becoming useless, then you're fucked. <laughs> you want to buy like all kinds of shit, like guns, fucking cars. Where is your It's in its case. Chilling. That's great. I finished cleaning it. Never really think about like money like that, like the value of money. It has no value. That's what's important. You have to understand. That's what rich people understand. The value of that hundred dollar bill is useless until you invest it. Yeah. You invest it to to own assets business they're, they're always buying like property and 
yes. mansions, like owning their mansions and stocks, stocks, yeah. car, yeah. And what's funny is they always say cars are de- depreciating assets, but not really. I don't see it like that. Depends on like if you buy like a Hyundai Elantra, it's it, yeah, it, it's a depreciating yeah. asset. But if you're smart about your purchases, you can purchase an asset that will either stay flat or grow. Right. Yeah, like if you know if they come out with like a you know like a tech version or something, you know. Yeah. So you want to always going to be like some special edition or something. Yeah, you always get closer, do that. Mike. Oh, Which guy? Eye. Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh shit! This motherfucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> hey, you said me like. That, remember that black kid with the AK fucking <laughs> shoots it in his house? <laughs> so here you go. This is where you feed, bottom feed. So this this entire magazine tube can hold seven three-inch shells or it can hold 11 mini shells. And then it also fits uh, one. Can you make match? What's up? Can you mix the mini ones and the big ones in the same bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can mix and match. Yeah, definitely. It'll chamber them. But the thing is with this thing, like they say you have to rack it like aggressively. You can't you can't pussy rack it because hey, the, what's the, the uh the top part? What is that? A handheld thing? This is a rail. Okay. And there's M slots here if you want to put like a flashlight or laser sights. But I don't know if you could see it, but it has there's a um <laughs> that site <Stay> relax <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time we've seen this okay yes guys got a time i know he was doing crazy ass tricks with this shit yeah but it it's pretty solid let's see the cock- cool thing is let's see well, hey, I throw a shell a few out. times dude. throw a shell you. out you look like scarface right now do it come on <laughs> Oh, you don't know how. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, shit. Relax, dude. Where's the shell at? If we want to see the shell pop out, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got to go of, get them, dude. They're like chilling. <laughs> oh, so you got ready to party then. Well, bro, it's it's on F for fire. Oh, really? That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't knock on Alex's door. That was going to get scary. <laughs> hey, have you, have you showed your brother your new gun, bro? Uh, I mentioned it to him, but I haven't shown it to him yet. But I'm ordering some stuff for it, so I'm going to order. There's a... a, a What's the grenade launcher going to go on? <laughs> so what, I, what, I, what I'm ordering is uh, a piece that clips over this back section and it'll hold seven shells vertically in a oh, nylon band okay, I see what you mean. Is that a little yes. yeah it's like, like a belt a quick, so it's gonna like hold seven of them here yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. yeah so you can pull them out and load them from the bottom and then what i'm also ordering is i'm ordering an extended butt pad because this is only a quarter inch so i'm getting oh, a one inch one yeah more cushion for the pushing and then um yeah fucking john Wick what else there. 
<laughs> and that's literally it for now. But I want to get those two things. There was something else, but I forgot what it was. Oh. No, I'm not going to get any fucking, like, optics or any fucking flashlights or anything yet. That's pretty much it for right now. That's pretty badass. Have you shot it? Not yet, dude. And shake and bake at the range. What's up? Good yeah. Video. What's cool is it's got this this aftermarket um, right here. It has a muzzle brake. So this helps with the recoil. And this is like the only company that makes this stuff. It's called High Tech Custom Concepts. So what's cool is I got this for free because the fool put this on the gun. This is the only mod that it has because it's not supposed to have the muzzle brake on it. But this is like a $100 muzzle brake. Well, yeah. Yeah, so you are John Wick, huh? Nah. Fucking bitch. Gary. Gary is John oh, Wick. Oh, yeah. Gary, what's it? You were talking about bringing your guns out. Where are they at? Uh, be right back. You got all excited, I want to get my. I want to get my gun. I wanted. I, I still want to get a shotgun. But seeing Yeska doing his shit, I was like, "Yo, I want to do that shit." <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex can do it too, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Blow a shell up. Hey, um, I can't blow a shell up. Hey, fool, do you? Can you have all seven loaded in there? Or I thought there was like a law that you can't have them all seven. Uh, no, you uh, with the shotgun you can feed as many as the magazine tube accepts. But oh. you're thinking you're thinking of like, um, technically you're not supposed to store it loaded, but everybody does anyway. But um, you're thinking of the magazine, so the maximum that a California oh, yeah. legal mag. Yeah, I think it's three or some shit. It's a uh, ten. Oh yeah, but I forgot where the fuck something about three shells. That shit looks great. Show bro. and tell, Gary. Show and tell. Hey, train your shit vertical. Your gun's fucking huge, bro. <laughs> oh, sick guy. What is that? Oh, oh, shit. Oh, he's got live ammo. Oh. <laughs> he's going to end up fucking blasting some hole in his wall. Yeah. Yeah, can you take it? Can you take it apart and everything? Put it back together? Yeah, they're field strippable. Nah, sometimes. You mean like Jackie Chan? Nah, nah, nah. That shit. We had Yeska do it. He was like dropping the clip, shooting the thing out, and then he took the top off and some other. <laughs> oh, shit. the rail. Like broke the it all down. I was like, all right, all right, do a blindfold. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I haven't done that yet. You're doing it blindfolds tough, man. I got that blindfold. That's crazy. You know, you never know where you want to party. <laughs> Yo, when you guys come up here, you guys can you you can drive across straight lines with your guns, right? Yeah, uh... especially when you're going from when you're going from a. A non-free state to a free state, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We when you guys we can. Up, you should bring you, when you guys come up. You should bring your fucking guns up. There's all kinds of places to shoot out here. What are all your right. state laws? My fucking boss has like eight acres of his. Freeze, motherfucker. 
That's crazy. Yeah, my boss has like eight acres of his property like that's like belongs to him. Eight yeah. acres? What and the he, fuck, he, man? And he goes out and he sets, he has like a little ridge and he says he sets all kinds of shit up on like the weekends and just goes out shooting shit. And he was like, so, let me, he was like, let me know when he was like, let me know when you get your gun. Like, let's go shoot. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go blast some shit. What you need eight acres for, man? That's what it's probably. I think he's a low key. Uh, what is it? Witness John protection. Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Hey, that's so, like um, eight football fields. Yeah. Eight acres, bro. He says he has enough that's to go off-roading in his backyard. <laughs> Damn, we should do that too. That was, that was a, that was super duper like redneck. Is it? He's like from here. Lives oh, here shake of the AR. Damn, dude. Well, it's getting oh, like oh. hidden. We can't see. Yeah, we can't see because of the clouds. Turn your background. Oh, there we go. We now I see it. Oh shit! How, how you do that? How you, how you do that? Hold on. <laughs> Let me see. Ghost. Ghost man. Now turn it off. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh, there we damn, go. that's crazy. Oh hell yeah. Shit. All right. Oh, yeah, that guy's ramble, brother. Relax, bro. Damn, how long crazy. how long is that barrel, fool? For real. <laughs> <laughs> Measure it. <laughs> oh shit. Wait, so he <laughs> damn, that's scary. Fucking Gary Duggan. He don't even know what to do. He's just gonna stand with his gun now. <laughs> oh, do a roll, do a roll, do a roll. That's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> He's getting ready for shit, dude. That's pretty sick. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hey, I need that Whoa. clip. Do a cartwheel. Grab your gun when you do a Dang, cartwheel. No like Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I have to practice away. All right, all right. So <laughs> let's see. You do any tricks with this one? I'm scared. <laughs> That's yeah, no, guns. His AR, yeah. That's like a big ass strap. <laughs> You can't bring that to Oregon, huh? It's up to my wi- uh, my uh, my waist. Yeah, you can, bro. Is is that the gun that people trip on? That That's the, the gun, gun where everybody everybody calls it a fucking assault rifle. It's not even an yeah. assault rifle. It's fucking not even oh, yeah, full auto. Yeah, stands for assault rifle. Yeah, I know. I know that. It's like it some... stands for Armalite Industries or something like the company yeah. that designed it. Um, yeah, um, Stephen, Oregon has uh, less less gun, like less um, gun restrictions than California. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he can bring ever, that. And hey, what caliber he can bring is that? that? <laughs> five point five six. Oh yeah, he use a five five six or two two three. Oh, it's chambered in both. What? What was that? It's chambered in both. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, some of them are, you, you, you can get them like compatible. <clears throat> this was compatible with both, but some of yeah. them are uh, just straight either either or. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's cool. That's pretty sick, actually. I didn't know I was, that. I was thinking of building an AR 10 so I could go hunting and shit, put a 308 in there. 
Dude, that would be sick. That would be super sick. Like a long ass barrel, the long barrel. Yeah. I'm going to, the next gun I'm going to be purchasing is going to definitely be um, an AR. But I'm going to get the one from um, Springfield Armories. Yeah, the only bad thing about the AR in California is that if somebody like Brady's saying right now, I cannot shoot him in the back. I got to, you only can shoot him in the front. What are you talking about? Like if it was when, when you're using it for home defense, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I you see. can't put them on the back. Uh, why is that? I don't know for what reason. Because they're running away. You're not supposed to. It, well, the thing with with self defense is you're supposed to use. You're supposed to use um, the amount of force up to the level of threat. So, like, if someone's running, you can't shoot them. How the fuck because, is someone supposed to gauge that? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, fortunately in California, we don't have to retreat in our house. Like if someone breaks in automatically, it means that you're um, you're uh, afraid for your for your well being, and you can use lethal force. Mm. Yeah. Other states, you have to retreat in your house and like to your bathroom and if they're still continuing to attack you then you can use lethal force so in california our castle yeah our castle doctrine was pretty pretty um strong but i I want to be shooting here i think over here everyone is the same too yeah yeah that thing's sick wait Wait, how how is that shit legal fool you got adjustable stock his is pre two thousand sixteen. Come on, baby. That's crazy. That is not a. That's not legal at all, bro. You are not well, legal, but you're here. <laughs> <laughs> no, so his his to, is have to blur, his is grandfather. That out the whole time. No, because his is grandfather. He legally bought it that way. No, he's talking about Craig. Uh huh. Mm. <laughs> that's crazy. So what what kind of shit makes it illegal? Having adjustable stock? stock? Yeah. Why is that? What's the rule on that? When you try to go fucking mass shooting, bro, you got to adjust it. Really? Yeah, so this is right here, this part, and the hand. And that. That's it. The other ones, you gotta remember, like like that. Uh, Like that. You have nowhere to put your thumb, basically. It's like a it's like a rifle. Uh what's funny is that the extending stock has nothing to do. It's just a, in California, they don't know how to define a, a fucking deadly weapon. It's like, yeah, it's a bunch of pussies. Yeah. It's, it's like they, they, they think of call of duty mods and shit. And they're like, Oh, you can't have a four grip. So you can't have a grip. Like the way Gary has to hold it. He has to put his hand around the, um, the, the area, that part. But some people will install a foregrip so that they can hold it like this. Uh huh. Yeah, I've seen this. Instead of like this. Yeah. Yeah. So if but you were to put it doesn't that matter how. Legal? So, dude, think about it. Like, if you're gonna shoot some people, like, does it matter that you're holding a gun like this or like this? You're still gonna fucking shoot. Maybe, and, makes you, maybe they figured out some sort of like theory or like some equation to say that no, it's just increases dude, the amount of people that get shot. The way it is is steadier. The way it is is that it looks scary. That's it. 
it looks scary and it freaks out a bunch of soy boys and they get concerned about shit <laughs> there's no and honestly like it still has the same round it still has the same lethality like there's doesn't change anything the fucking adjustable stock doesn't change anything and actually the whole fin the whole fin grip bullshit there's a case right now uh rupp versus basera that um it's going to the state court for 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 um a case and if it passes the fin grips will go out of law like it will no longer you won't need to worry about the fin grip shit. Mm. When did they do the fin grip? Because I've never seen that before, bro. Uh, when was it, Gary? After 2016? Yeah, uh, so... Uh, December... Shit. 22nd was the last day. No, no, there no. There you go. 21st. Because uh, you, you gotta get that 10-day... Uh, uh, background check. Yeah, so you get it by December 31st. You're able to pick yours up. So starting, yeah, so December 21st, 2016 was the last call for alcohol. What's the thing? Yeah. Here. Huh? Steven, I'll show you right now. How do you turn the camera around? There you go. Oh, that feature. The grip. Uh-huh. And it has like a like a fan. Okay. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, I see it. That's what it's supposed to look like, and this is normal. Normal Cali spec. Oh. So now you say you have this, right? Uh, you, can't, you can't grip it. I, I don't, yeah, you gotta yeah. have a whole can. Yeah. Same same gun, though. 100% yeah. same AR, but all it is is that fin grip that changes. That's literally it. So It's so stupid. Makes no so sense. Gary, but Gary, Gary could get, like, in trouble for having a pistol grip. No, because no. his is prior to the new law. Everything's grandfathered oh, in. Oh, okay. He got, a one He's before Dece- he got a one before December 31st of 2016. Yeah. Yeah. See the way it, the way it works is the serial number on his gun was sold and manufactured before that cutoff date. Okay. So if Gary sold me his AR, I can legally have it with a pistol grip. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's crazy. So it's like it's kind of like like that like the twenty five years like smog rule like anything built yeah, yeah. before nineteen seventy four doesn't need smog, but if you sell it to somebody, it still doesn't need smog. Not yeah. like you have to now smog it. But the whole fin grip thing might go away. And there's even like a a grip that actually it's California legal and it actually doesn't look like a fin grip, which is interesting. I forget what it's called. I, I saw it earlier. Do look people, pretty good. Do people just not buy any of the new ones with the fin grip because, like, it's white? Hey, something yeah. though, what's your audio for? Uh, it's his RAM. He's running out of memory again. Nah. <laughs> we'll just ignore him. It just does this around, like, the hour mark or some shit. I can hear you still. It's just kind of... But if yeah. you just talk carefully, we can hear you carefully. I'll just be quiet. You guys talk. It takes a couple... No, 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 no. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I don't know why it does it. Yeah, it's all right. I, I've tried to figure it out, but it just sounds crazy. It's all good. 
It, I always it's check. It's all good. It's all good. But, um, man, that shit's crazy. Yeah, I think I'm going to get a gun. I think I'm going to buy that. Because I really do want to go, like, play disc and maybe bird hunting. Like, duck yeah. shooting. Because they do that duck shit up here. Yeah. And um, I want to get, like, um, practice over here by me. There's a play disc club that I'm thinking about joining. Do it. Like, like the, the shooters clubs where you go, like, on your vest and shit and whatever. Yeah. I was, I was like, for sure, if I join this, I'm for sure, maybe, probably, yes, going to be the only Mexican right there shooting. Like, I just, that would be sick. Yeah, just get a... Get a 12 gauge shotgun and um, get a bird shot, yeah, like a target ammo, and that's for clay discs. Yeah, yeah. Here's the one that's Cali legal. This is called the Juggernaut Tactical Grip. That's technically California legal. It gets around that whole fin grip thing because the the law states that you're webbing of your thumb and finger cannot be below the trigger guard like a standard so the fact that it's tilted like that it's still cali legal it's a loophole yeah and it doesn't look as fucking gay as those fucking stupid ass fin grips it looks yeah it looks more acceptable like that for sure And the stock has to be fixed, of course, but that's, that's so there's weight, there's workarounds, dude. It feels like it's like in a weird position if you like try to take the tail off. Actually, no, no, no. If you were to hold that thing, it actually would feel pretty neutral because you can still get your thumb around the, the back and that helps balance it like left to right. <laughs> but what do you mean like, like, like this? Or like, or like, 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 it'd be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'd be like your, but the thing is, if you think about it, the, the stock will be against your shoulder, uh, so it'll still like, feel like you're tucking yeah, it yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you can probably visualize it. Like, yeah, yeah I've seen, I've seen it, it, and I was just like, what? Yeah, you'll be like tucking it into your shoulder. Yeah. So it gets around that law. Like, so I'll probably buy that grip. And the cool thing about ARs is they're modular. So they like, it's cool if you like build them or if you ever want to modify them, it's, it's pretty cool because it's just like the lower receiver, which is like where the magazine goes in and the trigger and the, and the grip is, that's like one part. And that's the only part of the AR that is considered the firearm. That's the part that has a serial number. Then you have the upper and then you have the stock and then you have the barrel. And so, like, you can just, the ARs are really popular because you can modularly swap parts and do all this cool shit and build them out any way you want. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're very accurate. And um, nowadays, they're very reliable. They can, like, shoot, like, I don't know, like, 60,000 uh, 60, rounds through them without any major, like, rebuilding and stuff. And honestly, it's like the quintessential like American rifle, like. But contrary to popular belief, none of them are full auto. They're they're all semi-auto. But you can get the trigger to be like so delicate that you can just like pulse your finger and it'll be like boom 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 boom. 
and I mean, you have to just learn to learn how to fight the recoil and shit. Yeah. So yeah. But you live in a free state, so like, if you were to buy a gun, after you pay for it, you just pick it up. You don't have to wait ten days. All right. Oh, that's an Oregon rule. And dude, it's it's every other state in this entire fucking country. Oh, okay. but us. Yeah, we have to wait ten days before picking up our firearm, no matter what it is. <laughs> can you can you living in California come up here by by a gun and I have to wait for ten days and just go back there? No. No. Nah? No. Can you buy a gun from not. out of state and then bring it down? No. So you can only buy guns in California. Correct, because of the fact that you still have to have a background check performed. So in California, it's like, it's 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 not a huge pain in the ass to buy a gun. It's just that right now there's not a lot of things available. So all you really do is you 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 pass like a DMV written test. Once you pass the written test, you get your FSC, which just means that you can buy guns and you just keep that card with you. Mm-hmm. And every time you buy a gun, you have to do a background check with the Department of Justice. And that's usually like $40. Every time you buy a gun, it's a $40 background check. Usually the background check is immediate. But in California, you have to wait 10 days from the date your background check starts. Basically, the moment you submit it, the the gun store submits it 10 days from that exact minute to minute. Then you can go and pick it up. And when you go pick it up, they basically just... uh, Check, check your driver's license, make sure you're who you say you are, and that's it. But um, you have to have either a California real ID or a California driver's license and a passport. Hmm. And it's pretty easy. But in, in your state and in, like, other states, typically that 10-day, what they call cool-off period, doesn't apply. You just do your background check. If you have no felonies, then you can own it. You just buy it and pick it up. Yeah. But see, the thing is, when you buy a gun, the the gun is, like, registered to you. So, like, even if I go to, like, Arizona and try to buy a gun, the, the Department of Justice, which is the federal agency, they're going to see that I'm buying it from a gun dealer in Arizona, but I live in California and typically the gun dealers, they won't sell you a gun unless you're from that state. That's how it works. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Now, you can buy ammo from other states and transport it around. But mm-hmm. in California, they kind of really they really frown on people buying ammo out of state and bringing it into California. Because in California, if you want to buy ammo, they, they, they do a, a, an eligibility test, which just means that they'll sell you ammo they only sell you the ammo type or whatever guns are under your name. So let's say I have a nine millimeter and a 45 caliber pistol, and then I want to buy shotgun shells. They won't sell me shotgun shells because they can see that I have a nine millimeter pistol and a 45 um, ACP handgun. Yeah. They're like, what do you need this for? Basically. But, in every other state, you can just buy ammo like like you're buying milk. You just go pick it up, take it to the cash register, and pay for it and walk out. 
in California, they basically, it's all locked behind cabinets and then they grab it, they put it out, they run the background, they run this eligibility test, which basically cost $1. And they just confirm that this ammo type you're trying to buy is for one of the guns you own. And if you own it, then it's like takes like two minutes for the check to complete and then you pay for it and walk out. Hmm. So they don't do that at a gun range. Because you're gonna buy ammo and use it at the gun range. But you could take it home. You're not supposed to. But yes, you can pocket a couple of bullets in your and they would not know. But the reason the gun range is allowed to do that because they're not selling to you as a dealer to go take it home. They're selling it to you to use there and that's there. it. So they're using it's it's particularly for that application. But I do know people who go and buy and like they take like you know 20 bullets home or 20 rounds home or 10 rounds home. But yes, Craig's pretty smart. He's already thinking of workarounds. He's trying to frame us. I don't know shit about <laughs> guns or the laws. Well, Steven, honestly, you should really consider um, just because here's the thing. Like, what's funny is that as an as an American citizen, um, you have the right to own guns. It's not a privilege. It's an actual right. Whereas like driving is a privilege. You don't have the right to drive. You have a privilege to drive, but you have a right to own guns. All right. And we're one of the only countries that allows you to own a firearm. And especially sometimes in certain situations, the police don't respond fast enough. And if you have someone who's trying to take your life or hurt your loved ones, you want to be able to defend yourself. Yeah. Well, and so like, yeah. And so the thing is like, it is, and it, it is cool to have it, especially to train with it and also like learn it once you get into them it becomes kind of like a little mini hobby because it's also kind of like working on cars same kind of thing yeah but the, yeah. the thing is that like it's interesting because like the whole concept of of gun ownership it's like a lot of people like when when you own one and stuff like you're you're pretty chill like nothing you don't really like it's just like a cool thing to like flex sometimes because it's like oh like kind of like cars like you showcase show off like what parts you got for your car right. people will like show off like oh dude i got a new receiver or i got this like sights or yeah. i got this like like scope you know like yeah, one of my one of my homies does that yeah and it's cool because like it's just like oh i didn't know that you can build one up like that that's kind of cool like who makes that fucking like that, that's that that optic yeah. oh this company makes this optics oh okay cool yeah but it's it's interesting because like you have like that right to 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 own and bear firearms but a lot of people don't exercise it and the thing is like the more people that own guns the less that the government can infringe on our right they make it they try to make it hard for you to own it but they can never stop you from owning it that's the thing people think it's like taboo but in reality it's like once you're fucking 21 you can go out and buy anything you want practically oh, yeah. and it's better to buy things soon than to wait because over time things become more difficult that's the problem yeah 
Yeah. I had always, yeah, I always like, oh, one day I'll get one and like actually like yeah. read up and make sure I like know what I'm, what I'm getting or whatever. But yeah. I just never really like, oh, like I'm 21 now I'm going to do it. You know, I was like, I yeah, like most never. people like, yeah, most people don't. But the craziest thing is that like in the last, basically because of COVID. So like since the beginning of COVID, like mm. there was 7 million new gun owners yeah i did see that which is insane that's an insane amount of people who are new and so that means that now all of these like gun laws people are going to be voting pro gun laws not the anti-gun laws Mm. because now that you own it and you realize all the bullshit once you become educated in something you're able to like see that what the government is trying to do and states are trying to do is they're just trying to infringe on your ability to do to exercise your rights yeah it's kind of like the right the 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 um the the right to freedom of speech and peaceably assemble like the social media is has been infringing on our right to free speech and like they try to like cut it down cut it down cut it down cut it down to the point where like if you say something that hurts someone's feelings you get canceled or restricted yeah so the thing is like it's our duty to basically like express our rights and not let companies and government infringe on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, for a gun, but like you want to, you want to shoot targets. That's fun. Like that's actually super fun to do. Yeah. I I would be down. We've gone. I mean, I've shot, I've shot handguns before and like a rifle and shotguns, but you already know what's up. Yeah. Steph and I, (laughs) Steph and I like have been um, skeet shooting before couple times Dude, that's so sick because i, I want to do that i've never yeah. done that it sounds yeah. so fun it's fun they have, we because we, we lived the one right there by my parents house in chino their prado mm-hmm. park there was always like group bonds like 50 bucks for two people or whatever for the for whatever day you know yeah so we would always um we would go check it out not always just a couple times yeah and I'm no, like, this, cool. this shit's fun. And there's one right here. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not doing anything else. Like, come down here for like an hour on the weekend or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get and the thing is, like, Gary's video, fool. what? You could be working on Gary's video. I don't have a video, of Gary. Gary's video? I don't have no video, <laughs> Gary. You need to work on his video. Yeah, he's scrubbed. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Stephen. What's sick is like, technically, um, since you own a lot of expensive camera equipment, and like, you you can apply for like a concealed carry license because like, if you have a business and you have a lot of like, if you have expensive equipment on you, like when you're going to a shoot, mm. you can technically apply for concealed carry, and you can actually like carry a concealed weapon on you at all times if yeah. you wanted to. Over here is open carry. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're. Yeah. I forgot. Over here, people just walking around in the <laughs> stores and shit. Then everyone's like, like with their shit just holster. Everyone, everyone's everyone's just like, you see what the fuck's going on? Like, I keep that thing on me. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, oh shit. All right, hey, hey, I want you around. Yeah. You look like you fucking can hold it down if some shit happens on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because. Well, I you think, saw how uh, it is over here. It's a bunch. It's, it's know, rural. But it's, it's a rural area. But it's but you feel safe. I think yeah. I think 
if you have the fucking population strapped, nobody's yeah. going to want to do anything because yeah. they know the fucking people are going to come up on you. Yeah. Crime happens when there's like the, the criminal knows that they can oh, like shit. come out on top. I ain't tripping. I feel very safe in my neighborhood and I'm yeah. pretty sure. Well, I know, I know for a fact the guy right across the street from us, um, he's a cop. And then the guy that's next door, the guy that's next door to him is like some old guy. I'm pretty sure that motherfucker is witness protection and him and his wife are like posted up here in Oregon because they're hiding. I feel like there were some ex like CIA members or some shit. They're just too, they're too normal. They don't do shit. They're just old people that kick it at home all day. Oh, my phone died. Fuck. Uh, oh, no, good. Dude. Mine's on that way too now, actually. What is, where is it at? 16. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why, why did, did he, kick him out? He was just looking at his phone. He didn't plug it in. <laughs> it's like, oh, what God. the fuck? It's like, yeah, <laughs> I am not tripping. I'm like, I feel safe as shit, but I want to join in. No, that's good, man. I want to join yeah, in on having a gun. And then yeah, Steph wants Steph like, oh, I thought we were going to get a handgun. Like, go shoot in like that. I was like, shit, we can get one, too. She can get a handgun. And you can get a shotgun. And I, I want to learn the, how to do both. I mean, like, I wanna, you, you already know how to do all, but you can well, become I, more proficient in either. Yeah, I like really watching the videos. I watch this uh, YouTube channel of this um, this dude from from the UK. And he like reviews like the sport of um, like trap trap shooting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um basically like all the different types of guns and like testing like mm -hmm. barrels and like over under mm -hmm. side to side and like they do the pump and shit like that but like his videos and stuff i was like damn this shit looks cool like to wake up like maybe fucking eight in the morning go like f fucking five miles down the road and like post up there like you saw how it is like the mountains and everything it's over mm -hmm. there we, we yeah, pass it going to where i work yeah and like i was like damn i just kind of just want to be out here for like an hour on the weekend like if i have a gun that's so sick dude just be like you know dude i legit want to do i want to like in a like very soon like maybe the next year or two i want to do hunting i want to get into hunting for sure let's go do like, that shit like deer and boar yeah I'm down to do it for like the hiking and being outdoors and shit and I'll mm -hmm. I'll bring a gun too. I mean I'm down to hunt. I don't know if I'm like trying to do it, you know? No, I'm not yeah, I'm down to also like if yeah. it comes up like oh shit, yeah. check it out. Like but I'm not someone, gonna get all like if someone's like, Hey, let's go hunting this weekend, I'd be like, All right, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. But I I'm can, not gonna get all it. like Yeah, I'm not gonna get all like duck fantasy on it. Yeah. No, that sounds tight. I'm down. I wanna do that. I wanna be well. Yeah, I want to be like outdoors like that. Yeah, it's that cool. should be wild. I mean, I mean, Craig did it, and that should look super fun. If it was like on his like off-roading adventure, safari did you, adventure. Did you end up getting anything that day? No, nah, bro. They they ran away. License. Oh shit! Right. <clears throat> now I can't post this video, bro. Everyone's gonna see our numbers now. God, I'm just playing. <laughs> Craig's numbers. He's yeah, but his numbers. Yeah. Yeah, do that shit. And we could do like camping, off-roading, and hunting and shooting all at the same time. Exactly. Everyone get in the truck now. Yeah, 
Greg's next. What's up with the Land Cruiser? No, I'm good at Taco, bro. Yeah? Yeah, that's what I want. Taco, 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 taco. Do it. Like a newer one, or you want to pick up like one of the older gens? Like an older gen? The newer ones are hella expensive, bro. Yeah, older ones are rad, bro. Like how old? Like my old or night? No, like no, not your two thousands. Two thousands. Yeah. Yours is technically like a Nissan pickup. I mean, a, a Toyota pickup. Don't you ever disrespect my Toyota like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Nissan hard body or a Datsun seven twenty. <laughs> That, hey, that hurts. That's, that that's hurts. fight. That's fighting words. Don't do that. That's fine. Now, yours is a Toyota pickup. Technically, yeah. when did they rebrand it as a, ta- a Tacoma? That was like in the early nineties, right? Mid nineties. No, I think it was um like, um maybe eighty six or seven. Really? That I, I, I think the third, the third gen ones or second gen. Yeah. I don't remember because there's an old one that's like the Hilux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, oh, we're really in the third gen. What are you talking about? No, we're not. What the fuck? Yeah. Of Tacomas? No, no, we're not. Yes, it is. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. Of the tacos? Of yeah, Tacoma. probably. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but not Tacoma, of the... I think it was like 96 yeah. or some shit, or 95, around there. Really? Yeah. That up, was the first gen. But yeah, he's thinking of when they still called them Toyota pickups. Yeah. Yeah, but the brand Tacoma didn't come out until the mid 90s i think and that's funny because nissan did the same thing they called them nissan hard bodies but the nissan frontier didn't come out until like the mid 90s when they had a dual cam k in it Mm. the real truck motor yeah um on 1995 first generation tacoma model year 1995 um oh that's crazy yeah, so they really kept them. No. No, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. You're wrong. You're wrong as fuck, dude. Why? Wow. Tacomas, bro. Tacomas. Yeah. It says the first generation of Tacomas is 1995 to 2004. Damn, that's a, like nine years. That's pretty long. Yeah, he wants a first gen. That's he said he want- early 2000s. How much are they going for? Um, like 10k. Fuck, like done up or like that stock. Well, I don't know. I really haven't looked it up. Uh, Craig's still making moves. He's he's working his magic. You know, he's gonna be cleaning up the Beamer, fixing some little tiny things on it, listing it for twelve k. That's right. Yep. Yeah, make that feria. That money, bro. Yeah. Nah, I want to fix this truck up a bit more and then drive it down. Yeah, dude, that'll be sick. Wanna, It'll be go, a little maiden go, voyage. Yeah, I want to go to like Northern California and like go check out some snow and shit. That would be so sick, dude, for sure. Yeah. Up here too, bro. I want to go check out some snow. Yeah, I mean, you've taken it out a couple of times and things yeah. like 
There's a couple things that there's a couple little things that I can change out that like need like are just old parts. Like yeah. just do like all the bushings, all the U joints, like leaf springs, fucking engine mount. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I or, I'm gonna order the um gasket kit for the motor because my lower pan's leaking. Mm-hmm. And then and the timing cover, and I'm gonna get engine mounts and trans mounts, all that shit. And then mm-hmm. take all, take all that shit out, replace all that out of the truck, out of the truck. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just replace shit on there. Kind of do, like, a weekend of throwing parts at it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Kind of just, like, kind of, like, maintenance type stuff that's just going to make it the drivability better. Yeah. It'll, and it be, won't leak. Yeah, there'll be newer, like, the parts I'll put on will be, like, newer. But, so they'll last longer. Yeah, they'll last longer. But I'm still going to keep it, like, how it is, like, stock, stock looking. Yeah, of I'm, course. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get like a lift. I mean, I'm. Not, I'm not trying to put like thirty sevens on it or nothing. So, no, it looks good. It yeah. looks perfectly fine the way it is. If anything, it can fit thirty threes, but nah, just leave it the way it is and just drive it. That's the thing. People make yeah. the mistake of like working on a car when it's like perfectly fine and drivable. Oh, what yeah. you're trying to do is just clean it up. Yeah, I'm just trying clean to clean up the up. parts that I mean it's, it's got like ancient ass engine mounts and it's leaking, so you want to just yeah. correct that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean you drove it and fucking you feel it when yeah, you it drove, step on the drives gas fine. It's fucking Yeah, it drives yeah, fine. Solid. It picks up. It's light. It's pretty light for what it is too. Yeah. It's pretty light. Maybe get some locker up front. Yeah. <clears throat> How are the brakes on it? Um, they're good right now. I'm gonna replace the calipers. I'm gonna get um remanufactured mm-hmm. ones because they're like Caliper. old, original, yeah. worn like calipers yeah. and stuff. The the, 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 the the boots on the pistons, they're hurt. They're a little, they're a little hurt. It will because they're dry, mm-hmm. you know, from sitting for so yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. And then I went because that's that's my daily driver. Like I daily mm-hmm. drive, I daily drive that. There's some days where. Like ah, it's a little fucking too cold. Like I'm just gonna jump into the the Lexus real quick. Yeah, but I daily drive the Lexus. Yeah, I, I daily drive the truck. So that's like, yeah, good. Trying to treat it right. Like I've already replaced some stuff on it. Like yeah, a couple. Like I fixed a couple leaks. Like the gas. I had a fuel leak and mm-hmm. some other shit on it. But yeah, I'll kind yeah. of make it drive good. Cause yeah, on the weekends we've been taking it out. To go like on little drives and hikes, and I'm kind of testing. It's it always out a fun bit. to do that. Yeah, trying to like see how like much further you can go, and like yeah. sort of like oh, I can push it another fucking yeah hour. I almost tipped it into some mud on its side last not this past weekend, but the weekend before. <laughs> Damn, uh, dude, you're crazy. Yeah, where I was just fucking around. I was just fucking nice. around. Me and, me and Steph were like driving around after it had rained, and there was like a rut. There was like a rut off the under a pass that went mm-hmm. like that, and it's up. And on the bottom, it had like mud. So like people went through that, and it kind of carved it out. And I was like, uh, I really don't want to like jump in there. I don't know how deep it is. Like you know. Mm-hmm. So I went. I decided to go next to it. There was a little trail on the side, but because it was slippery, as we were like getting like like kind of like starting to like maximum flex for that hill before it gets like slippery yeah i fucking went and the back end went like that and then it just fucking stopped going like that but i was driving like this 
Oh, I fuck. Like, I was like, dude. And then the puddle down here was with all the mud and the water was like right there. I was like, fuck. I hope I don't slip if into you, this shit. Because if you were to slip into that, it would like catch and then cause it to like roll in that yeah, direction. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Fuck. Yeah. You crazy ass fool. And then Steph was like, if you think you can do it, do it. If not, then don't do it. And I was like, damn, I'm thinking about it too much. Like the old me, old me would have said, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I got to be a little bit responsible. Got to trust your intuition. (laughs) Yeah. That's sick, dude. No, I mean, it looked, everything you've done to it has just made it better, more reliable and fixed worn parts. That's the thing. Whenever you buy stuff that's old, there's a lot of like worn parts that is part of the whole maintenance thing. Because normally you'll do like breaks and all the fluids and, a tune-up new plugs new new spark plugs new spark plug wires cap rotor all the basics you know new fuel filter yeah but then like like the first thing i did like exactly like that's the typical like like laundry list you go through right but then like there's deeper things like ball joints and worn bushings and engine mounts and you know shit like that which is like it's like low priority maintenance but it's like when you do that stuff, the thing just feels and drives better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then driving on them all old and worn down like that, like where's yeah. the truck faster. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I, I highly recommend to buy something used and just buy it cash. Like just better, like to buy a, uh, 8k or 10k Tacoma that like is clean and well-maintained. Yeah, that way I'm you like, turn, I'm trying to turn $50 into Tacoma. Yeah, well, you're on it, dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> tell us about crypto since we're, like, going full circle here. Bro, I have no idea, bro. I just fucking... I've been looking at this shit for a while. I actually had more of it, like, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, but I sold it. And then today right. in the morning, I was like, yo, you know what? Fuck, yeah, I'm just going to drop 50 bucks again on this shit. Yeah. And that shit just went ridiculous. So you're buying Dogecoin. Yeah. What is the situation with Dogecoin, Do- Dogecoin or Dogcoin or whatever you want to call it? I don't it? even know, bro. Just fucking, it's a meme, bro. I know it's a, <laughs> I know, but it's just interesting because it's one of the, uh, it's an altcoin, and I guess it's like a lot of popularity in it right now. Yeah. Where is it currently? Did what you sell of, any? I did sell like a hundred bucks worth of it. Good, good. See, <laughs> Craig's doing the right thing. He's leveraging and so basically no matter what he has now, he can play with it and not worry about losing it because he's already yeah. up 50. But see, like that's the whole thing about like taking that 30% to yourself and keeping 60. 800%. 800%. Yeah. I don't know. Like just just kind of look into things, Stephen. But like I just, it's good to just – Check out that YouTube channel like ever so often. They, the guy does good interviews with all these industry people and they don't just talk about like stocks or crypto or like precious metals or mining. Like they, they jump into like all those different industries. It's yeah. not just like pure crypto channel. And, yeah. and be careful with any of those crypto channels because I feel like they're all just moon hype. They just want to push people to buy shit and yeah. make you feel like you're missing out the well, moment seemed, that you're watching like something that. yeah if you feel like you're missing out on something that means that it's working like don't 
buy anything on emotion like craig did it right he was just like oh fuck it i'm just gonna buy 50 bucks i don't care what happens but if you buy and you're like oh dude this better turn into like 200 bucks overnight like you're gonna be that's like not the right attitude to have right and i mean it depends you're trying to make quick money or you're trying to like make money over time there's two different strategies yeah i mean you just got to think about it you know yeah, I mean, I'm just definitely here for like, I've been seeing too much of it more recently. Yeah. And I'm like, I, you know what? I is really there don't, something I that's really going don't. on? Yeah. yeah, well, not not necessarily is there something going on that I'm missing out on, but like, what is it? Like, yeah. I want to, like me, my, my like personality and the way my brain works is like, I want to understand it. Yeah, you want to educate yourself on it because it's coming up so often. It's like, all right, what's going on here? I want yeah. to kind of like learn and pick my pick some brains and stuff. Yeah, because this is yeah. like you know, like we're you know, this is maybe this is like some adult shit that adults do now. So like, I mean, maybe it's yeah. something. It would be time for you to like be a, wouldn't be a bad idea to learn about it. You know, yeah. Whether whether or not I'll get into it is you know depending on a different basic, story. Yeah, basically yeah. my research. Like, is this something yeah. that I do or not? But yeah. I feel like I'd rather everything, just have the information. Yeah, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do like, more research too. I'm gonna talk sure. to a couple more people that have like yeah. in my in my life that I know like that are in this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to them and kind of like pick their brains because it's basically that's what, what, what like it's all do. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it's all about. What's the moves, you know? Hundred percent, dude. That's I mean the most valuable like the most important thing and valuable thing is like knowledge and honestly like people sharing knowledge is like one of the best things it's like free and you can learn from other people's like strategies and mistakes and successes and you can be like when you ever reach a point where you're like dude okay hold on i remember this guy mentioned something about this like it's this is a good idea like then you can kind of like leverage other people's experiences you know yeah yeah but what i can tell you from my extensive research into cryptocurrency is that it was really good back a couple of years ago but nowadays like it's heavily regulated by the irs and by um the the the, some other government agency so basically like that they're monitoring everything so like whenever you're buying and selling and exchanging cryptocurrency like it, it does like a a kyb authentication so it's like kyb is no is know your buyer so like it has to authenticate the buyer and the seller and then there's a transaction that's created and then the irs and and the government agency that's regulating this industry knows okay, this guy converted this to this, and now he has more and he has less. And then when it comes, so like kind of even when you're doing like stock exchange stuff, the moment you want to cash out, you have to fucking report it as an earnings. You can't just like cash out and not say shit to the fucking IRS or the feds because they'll audit you because they know that what's going on. Same thing in the stock exchange. You have to fucking report your earnings legally. You have to report. So when you're doing your fucking taxes, you know, where there's that section, they're like, Oh, other than what you fucking, you know, other than your like income from, from paychecks, from your W2, do you have any other earnings? 
and you have to report, oh yeah, I made 5,000 on the stock exchange and I made like 10,000 in bit in crypto. And so like, they're going to fucking tax you on that too. Like they're going to take a, a chunk of that because you have to report all of those earnings. And if you fail to report those earnings, they know that you made those earnings, like that they're, they're, it's regulated very heavily now. So that it's like, you can't just be like lying about it. Same thing with fools that do like trading in the, in the, in the, in the stock exchange, like you have to report everything. And when you're doing, so like what Craig's doing, you should keep an, you should keep a spreadsheet, Craig, of like what you've invested, what you've lost and what you've earned, because at the very end, you're going to be able to report your earnings, but you can deduct your losses and your investment and whatever your principal investments were. <laughs> so this, that's the thing. Like you don't think about all this like fucking extra shit, but when it comes down to it, you're going to have to go back later and be like, fuck, how much did I put in? How much did I make? How much did I lose? Wait, how much did I put here? How much did I put here? But the thing is, Craig, if you keep it in just the crypto world, then you're fine. You're just like moving money around in that world. But the moment you want to, like, because some people do this for a living, they're, they're, they're day traders. They wake up and they start looking at what's going on in the markets and they start selling and buying different cryptocurrencies. And there's an entire market. And so they're making money off of like shit and they're leveraging other shit and they create a passive income. That's, that's their job. They're making money from just being a trader, but they have to keep track of all that because eventually that's, they're going to pay themselves out from their earnings. But like, if you're just going to fuck around and just keep your money in the exchange, you don't have to report anything. So you can have like a couple mil, but it's in the exchange. It's like added to your net worth. But the moment you want to convert it out, mm -hmm. then yeah. But I know of a of a loophole that you can use that's tax exempt and that is not really traceable when you're ready to convert crypto into a asset, a, a valuable asset. And it has nothing to do with IRS or, 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 or anything to do with um, reporting any earnings. Is this going to be... Ill illegal information is no it's a, not is illegal a secure it's, line it, it's 100 percent legal to do mm. it's just a loophole it's 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 technically a loophole because the way you're working around the system so the way it is it's there's a bunch of boolean online boolean websites that accept cryptocurrency as a form of payment so you can buy gold and silver with your cryptocurrency, have it delivered to your house, shipped to your house. Then you can take your gold and silver and you can go to a pawn shop or a coin dealer and convert the um, gold and silver for its market value into cash. Mm. What was that? What was that first thing? Boy, <laughs> boolean dealer that means precious metal dealers uh, oh like like gold boolean okay. silver boolean yeah that boolean it's like b-u-l-l-i-o-n that just means precious metal so there's websites that 
like you can pay you can buy like an ounce of gold or an ounce of silver and you can buy them with cryptocurrency correct some of these online bullion exchange uh exchanges allow you to pay with crypto because crypto is a form of accepted currency even square and paypal are allowing people to buy and pay and pay and buy i mean uh, accept and pay with um crypto mm. but it only works with bitcoin like which is the daddy coin so like if you look at cryptocurrency there's alt coins which is like ethereum ripple um dogecoin unicoin there's all these like 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 if you think of the dollar there's like the 50 cent coin there's a 25 cent coin there's a dime there's a nickel there's a penny right but the granddaddy of all the fucking cryptocurrency is the bitcoin and that's the one that's like one bitcoin is thirty two thousand dollars right now <laughs> well but you can always buy like one one thousand one one thousandth of a bitcoin and that would just cost you 300 bucks basically <laughs> How long would you have to sit on it to equal 32,000? 32, well, that purely depends on the rate of its growth. If it goes, so if, it, so if you bought $300 worth of Bitcoin and it's currently at 32K, you'd have to wait until it's 64K for your 300 to turn into 600. But if it went from 32 to like a million, your 300 will turn into 30,000, basically. <laughs> rough math, like very rough math. But see, that's the thing. Some people buy Bitcoin as a store of wealth and just sit on it. Mm. If you, when I looked at Bitcoin around my birthday, which was November, it was sitting at around 13K. If I would have bought like a half a Bitcoin for like set six and a half, six sixty five hundred, then when it went up to third, when it went up to thirty two k, thirty two k, then I would have turned that sixty five hundred into like what, like fourteen k, fourteen thousand. Sure. But but the thing is that like it would be stuck in that world. A lot of people don't know of, of that loophole to exchange it out of the crypto market tax-free and have a hard asset. Because the thing, same thing with gold and silver, those are storage of wealth. If you buy gold and you buy silver, which is highly, it's extremely underappreciated right now. But typically when financial markets go to shit, the price of silver and gold tend to skyrocket because people will go and buy that. Because if you think of like, what is the most ancient form of wealth of like money? If you think back into like Egyptian times or even further back, it was always gold yeah. and silver. Gold was the money of the Kings and silver was the money of the noble class. That's why if you look at like um, British people, like British noble families, they had a lot of silverware 
like silver dishes, silver teapots, silver forks, like silverware. That's where the word came from. And it's because the, the, the way that they wanted to store their wealth was in this precious metal, but by turning it into like things that you can use instead of just like sitting on bars of silver. <clears throat> but those metals are highly underappreciated these days because, I mean, gold is not a industry metal. Like gold isn't used really for anything. It's just like, it's like you're just a baller if you own gold. Yeah. And right now, like an ounce of gold is like $1,800. But that ounce of gold will eventually be 3600 you know, dollars and maybe $5,000 and maybe $10,000 in the next 10, 20, 30 years. Like, so crypto is relatively new. It has only been around for like maybe seven years and it's very volatile. And then like what I was telling you guys, crypto may not be around forever. Like it's only going to be around for as long as like the financial institutions and the global banks allow it to be around. The moment that cryptocurrency starts stepping on the toes of these financial global institutions is when they're going to crack down on it because they don't want anything infringing on their shit. So like for now, crypto exists. There are a lot of people who are like crypto, like, believers they're like nah it'll be around forever like it's decentralized you can't fuck with it but the thing is that it's not decentralized as much as you think anymore because it's so highly regulated by the by the fed and by the irs and by the global banks so like the only thing that's 100 deregulated is silver and gold because i can go to a mint and buy 10 ounces of silver and the only person who knows i have 10 ounces of silver is myself and the mint because when you buy precious metal you don't pay tax on it mm. so nobody knows how much wealth i own except me yeah whereas with crypto like it's traceable it's traceable, yeah. And so the whole, the beginning, at the very beginning, crypto was really popular because it was deregulated, decentralized, and it was underground. Like you can buy it and then you can go to these black markets and you can buy drugs, um, cocaine, fentanyl. You can hire assassins, you can hire hitmen, you can, uh, human trafficking was done in that, in that black market because back then crypto was like like a, a underground form of payment and but the thing is from my research in the last year and a half to two years it, the the federal government started to crack down and stuff and 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 you needed a valid driver's license you needed a social security number you needed a bank account you needed um a debit card you needed a proof of residency you needed a fucking um, you needed to upload a picture of your government ID, like all these steps in order to start buying and selling crypto, all these steps that they put in regulates that industry now. So like Craig, when he got into it, he had it to, he had to provide an account number, a bank account number, 
and like a routing number and his name and address. But back in the day when, when this shit was really underground and fresh, you could have bought it basically like through the exchange. So you'd just give them like your credit card number or your or debit card number and they just boom, hit, give it to you and that's it. And, and they wouldn't keep track of that stuff. But now, cause see the way you buy and sell crypto is you have to go, you have to go through an exchange. So you have to go through like Binance, um, Robinhood, uh, Coinbase, all these like exchanges, which is kind of like, think of like the Wall Street, like like the financial, like stock exchange. There's one place you go to that handles all of the, like the, when you buy and sell stocks, there's one place you go to, to do that, Right. It's not like I can go to LAX and be like, I want to buy fucking stocks here. Well, this is an airport. You can't buy stocks here. Right. So with cryptocurrency, there's all these various stock stock exchanges, but they call them crypto exchanges. And back in the day, you needed less information to buy and sell in that exchange. Nowadays, you need a lot of personal information in the United States in order to participate. So it's not as decentralized as people think it is now. And, and, and what's interesting is because PayPal got in it, because Square got in it, and because like even like some banks are like buying crypto and stuff, now like all these institutions are in it now. And so it's like when there's more involvement with institutional like transactions, the government needs to step in and, and regulate it because if they don't, that's where like that shit, like where they can like pump it artificially and create all this like scenarios and, and they can launder money. See, the thing what they're scared about is people is like companies laundering money through crypto. Uh, they don't want to get caught. They don't want to get caught. Exactly. Or they want to catch people who are trying to launder, launder money basically like clean drug money basically like all right let's buy 50 bitcoin and then let it sit and then withdraw it in pieces so you took drug money and you basically turned it into like clean real money mm-hmm. or like for example you know like whenever you so if you ever inherited like if someone gave you ten thousand dollars and you went to your bank and you deposited those ten thousand dollars the bank would flat would would there there would be an automatic flag created to tell the IRS, yo, this dude just came up with thousand ten thousand uh, ten thousand dollars like out of the blue, and so they're gonna want to know. So that's like if you ever put more than ten thousand dollars in your account at a at a given time, it's always gonna trigger that automatic flag because they're gonna want to know where that ten k came from. Did it come from you selling a car or did it come from you selling drugs? So in reality, like it's, it's funny because like you, you can't really flex that you're earning too much on the side without, yeah, without reason. Exactly. Get flagged. So like, these when you're dealing with drugs and you're making like racks and racks and racks a week you can't just take all that money that you made from drugs and just deposit it in your bank account because they're just gonna be like dude what in the fuck you keep coming up with ten thousand dollars every fucking week bro like you're working at fucking am pm as a fucking 
manager, <laughs> um, we can, yeah, exactly. And so they're going to be questioning you that shit. And on top of that, they're going to want to fucking charge tax on that 10 K because they want their piece. So a way to launder money is to buy into these markets and like hide the fact that you earn that money. And then later you can be like, Oh, I made that money in the fucking stock exchange. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy shit. Flex it around. Flex it, flex it. Damn. But yeah, just hey, bro. if you're gonna fuck with crypto, just just have fun with it and do some random shit. But like I I personally think that it's around for like the next couple of years, maybe five years, but then eventually it's gonna go away. I'm gonna look for like low key meme. That meme energy. I'm gonna look for the meme cryptos. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about it, huh, Craig? Yeah. yeah. Meme energy. There's meme a lot. Magic. With... Meme magic. Yeah, and the way cryptocurrency, like the whole blockchain algorithm stuff, is super cool. Like when you learn about like the guy who created it and why he created it, mm. it's pretty insane. And like how podcast about it, check it out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna spend the rest of the day, um, rest of the week, next next week, just getting a stock in crypto information. Yeah, dude, down, download should. it to the brain, you know, to that to Fucking that Neuralink, to you know. Neuralink. Yeah, I mean, just download that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit for sure, but like you just gotta educate yourself and, and have like fun with the experience of learning that's crazy how they just like they don't automatically teach you this in school but it's part yeah of that's our, what's like, scary society. yeah and that's what's sad it's like you learn about that later on after you've gone through like 12 years of education and you find out that like they didn't really teach you anything about life yeah they don't even have class like they used to have classes about like cooking like like about fucking fixing shit like they teach you like how to repair like your fucking refrigerator and shit like they teach you finances they teach you how to balance a checkbook like yeah you don't learn about finance and it's interesting when you when it clicks it clicks and you realize dude the, the entire system's rigged to to make you fail yeah that's the purpose it's like keep you stupid keep you away from like knowing all the tricks that the wealthy people know so that they can maintain the wealth they don't want you to learn the shit that's why it's like financial education is it's stupid like they never teach you that it's weird it should be taught it should be taught like all right like this is interest this is apr this is how like you can save money and have it grow on the side for you. This is like saving. This is like debt. This is this. Like they don't have a class on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they do. Like some schools that are in maybe in not public areas. schools. Yeah. Maybe better areas, maybe private schools. Yeah. Where like where the kids that go there come from families where like that's yeah something that's normal to them. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I remember in um in school, Steph knew about this stuff, but she was always in classes and those extra 
those extracurriculars. Yeah, extracurriculars. Yeah. Like she was in like the business, the business administration class, club, the school yeah. business club, and all that. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's like if you take the extra time to get involved in that, you can learn quite a bit. And I think yeah. that's really cool. I just think like instead of like. I don't know, like, there's, like, for example, I'm trying to think, like... Uh, like, instead of making it a club, it should just be standard. Right, yeah, like, you know, you have, you, have your, you have your math, you have your science, you have your history, you have your English, you have your fucking blah, 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 blah. Like, they should have a class, they should have an entire curriculum called finances. And they should teach you, like, where money comes from, how the money's printed, how debt is created, how interest is, like, how does interest work? How does compounding interest work? Like you don't teach any of this stuff. And it's wow. it's kind of like the way I look at it, it's like fucked up because it 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 bothers me a lot. Like deeply it disturbs me because I see it like we see it because we're kind of like outward thinking people, but like you you see the medical industry and pharmaceutical industry, they're run as a business, and it's a business of keeping you ill and sick and they make they profit off of that and then like banks profit on you being fiscally and financially like uneducated and so like they and then and then the the the, like you have like soda and food and junk food and all this like crap that that they that why is the shittiest food the cheapest dude like why is it that way like why can't they just have like clean and healthy food be cheap why doesn't the government subsidize like organic food why is organic food more expensive than traditional food because that's another fucking industry it's another business so like they they and 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 they distract like like hollywood and the media and like all these things are like just distractions to kind of keep you brain dead so that you don't think about shit. Like it's, it's perfect. Like keep you unhealthy, keep you dumb and keep you broke. It's like this trifecta that the, the, the fucking elites and the top people in this like world want to keep the, the majority of the population like that, because if they can keep people like that, then they can scam you and cheat you and fuck you over and you won't even know like what's going on. And slowly I feel like people are starting to wake up a little bit and realize that they're being fucked and scammed. And they don't even like teach you like about health, like how important it is to like go out and get sun and go out and have like 15 minutes of activity every day for like your body to be able to promote produce the proper oxygen blood oxygen levels to promote to produce the proper hormone balance and stuff and instead they have us all fighting against each other about like oh you're black and you're white and you're fucking this and you're that or like you're gay and you're straight like they're trying to divide us down to like think about like back when you're in like high school right or back when you're in middle school like you saw your other classmates didn't matter if they were like black or Asian or white or brown or green or yellow, like whatever, like you used to just see them like normal, like, like just like, 
like another person. Yeah, they were just kids. Like we were all kids. Yeah, we're all kids. And then you grew up and then you kind of realize more things. Like you realize that there's like poor people and wealthy people. And then they teach you like, oh, um, all these black kids, they were fucking enslaved and they were mistreated. Their grandparents were like mistreated. And because of that, like they have like a, a shittier opportunity at life. But in reality, like, did they really like that kid you grew up with in like as a kid, like you and him hung out? He had the same access to the education you had. Like, why do they promote like all these things to break and divide people down into like all these little categories of like gay, straight, bisexual, fucking Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative? like black white asian religion jewish christian catholic like and 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 i feel like they really are pushing that like all of the shit that one side of the agenda is just strictly to like oh you 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 like this that means you're a racist or you support that that means you're a transphobe you do this it means you're a bigot you know like there's so much focus today on separating people and there's no focus on uniting people which i think is like really detrimental to society yeah and you never social media about that yeah like why don't you hear about that stuff anymore you know i remember as a kid we used to see like these little fucking like animations of like all these little kids of different colors like holding hands and like it was all promoting like unity and and equality and shit like that and now like in school they teach you like critical race theory they teach that like um white people are privileged because of their skin color and that's like a form of racism because you're you're just you're just seeing a skin color and associating some kind of connotation to it whether it's a negative or positive connotation you're still causing that to be like something to 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 divide into you know all right that's crazy it is and the way i look at it it's all done on purpose i like start oh shit his phone died nah bro he was hacked he was speaking too real no no that was interesting yeah. That's actually like real interesting. Did you fall asleep? Nah, bro, I'm right here. Why? Oh. Earlier you were like this. I was just like chilling, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, you never hear like anything about like bringing people together. Like it's just more news about like, I obviously think people think, like, on a people, person-to-person level. That was a night, fools. Good chance. He's, he's just going to hang up like that? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> fool. Yes, fool. He said night, and then said, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck, I'm tired, Pedro. <sighs> time to go to sleep. <sighs> Alright, Phil. We'll go to sleep then. Alright, bro. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> and cut. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> How do I pause this shit? My shit's acting all weird. Oh. oh, there we are. All right, dog. All right, bro. I'm out of here. Later. See you.